0: Texting. Hello, hello! Just check my headphones. Just check my headphones. Headphones, headphones. Check. This one, is two. a
1: headphone check. Headphones headphone check. Head, headphones. head 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 headphones. Headphone check. Headphones
0: headphones headphones. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Welcome
2: to the Geo and Jones After Party on Play. It here are Andrew
1: Bogushe, Mike Baseglia, and Pete Balotti. Hello again, boys and girls, and welcome to the latest edition of the Geo and Jones After Party. It is Bogish, it is blotty, it is biseglia hanging out with you after another week of the Gio and Jones Radio Show on CBS Sports Radio. Find us at your local affiliate at cbssportsradio.com or the radio.com app as well, live on the radio and the web, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. A lot to get to this week. Most of it having to do um, with audio that either spurred conversation or fighting as well. Um, some show-on-show show crime this week. One of our our main gentlemen ended up on a radio program he was not supposed to end up on because of <laughs> the, the lack of or the flip of a switch. Um, and then we'll wrap things up. I will share a story uh, about how this morning... Was almost my last morning on this beautiful, beautiful planet. Oh, no. But for no, no, it's it's fine. I'm I'm here, so you're good. You you I I survived, but I, I put my life in risk this morning, which is a decision that my wife has already yelled at me for. And we'll see what you guys think about what I did. But first things first, uh, let us get to the lead story on Geo and Jones <laughs> on Thursday of this week. If you are a regular listener to the program, you hear us on occasion. Um, play a female voice saying Johnny Cueto. Um, (laughs) He's Johnny Cueto of the Kansas City Royals, and the female voice is our uh, our colleague Amy Lawrence, who hosts After Hours with Amy Lawrence, which is uh, 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern time uh, on these same CBS Sports Radio stations, radio.com app, com. You know the drill by now. Now, Hmm. we heard it uh, 10 days ago, two weeks ago, in the newsroom. Yeah, yeah was, before one of his starts. I can't remember one which of his game now. Starts. It might have been the yeah. playoff starts. September something. Yeah. Sure. So we heard it, said, that's not really how you say it. <laughs> and Amy sells it really well, so it just caught our attention. Right.
0: If The one thing about this show is that if you say something that's a little awkward or a little off, we're going we're to talk about it and we're going to have fun with it. We're not out to make it a malicious Thing.
1: Right. And if you think like, well, how come you don't you don't make fun of Damon Mendelara or Scott Farrell or somebody on the weekend? It's not because we're picking on you or choosing not to pick on them. We just haven't been made aware of what <laughs> of what those guys have been doing whenever we catch, that we could harbor. Right,
0: whenever we catch things, we will we will do it.
2: Right. There's that's the time we're sleeping, is when Farrell yeah. is on the bench. That's true. And when Amy Well, Amy's right before us, so we
1: catch all that and the D.A., there's usually sports going on. There. Exactly. So that's why we don't catch it. So we hear Amy say Johnny Cueto, and we take it, and Pete saves it in his computer, and we'll throw it in there when it was, when the need <laughs> arose. I started putting it into clips of or saying it myself. Like, I don't think I've actually said Johnny Cueto on the radio until today right. When, right. when the you-know-what hit the fan a little bit. So it seems like from some detective work that Amy saw a tweet to us that said, hey, I love when you play Amy Lawrence Drops. And I don't know if you turned the radio on or whatever, but she eventually told you what, Mike, via she then, text? She
2: then texted me mm-hmm. and basically saying, hey, this is Bush League. I don't like that you're playing my sound drop, me saying Kuwaito over and over again. And she was not pleased about well,
0: it. Well, first of all, she wouldn't have known... This was going on because this has been going on for 10 months. So, I mean, she wouldn't have well, not, known. That, not, not, not this soundbite. Sound like, right. Not
1: but, Cueto specifically, but we also have the her saying bang from her play-by-play games. boom games, and all that stuff. Right. So she finds out. She tells you to cease and desist. <laughs> um, we ask her to come on and talk about it, and she eventually does. And if we are scoring the back and forth between her and Greg, I think it's a TKO for our boy Giannotti. Yes. First round. Right. So... We are where we are, and and nobody. Again, I, I hope that this is not a big deal because it didn't seem like it'd be a big deal. And for me personally, I don't know what you guys think about how like radio works, mm-hmm. but like that, like that to me is like why we're here. Like that's how I would work. That's what I would want to do. And if somebody started to make fun of the many stupid things I say. I'm all for it. Now, I'm sure there's somewhere here and there there's a line that can be drawn. Sure. But, I I mean, for the most part, if you say it on the radio, it's fair game to then be played back on the radio at some other time. If it's a name
2: being mispronounced, that's no big deal. I mean, Pete and myself have gone through many, maybe not just sound drops or sound audio being used, but we've put ourselves out there and looked like fools and said stupid things and been idiots Mm -hmm. and whatever it might be, misspellings on my part. And we deal with it and we go through it. And bottom line is, for me, the way I view it is, does this make the show sound better? Is is the content provided, however we might get there, better from it? Now I do understand that Amy's not on the show. So when she says something wrong, or or doesn't wrong's not the right word, but if she mispronounces a name or there's something we find that's funny, you know, she's she's not part of the show. So I understand that point of it. But if she just had a had a sense of humor about it in the moment. It was something like, you know, what I said the guy's name wrong. That was funny, or whatever it might be. But it's she took it so personal, right. and that's where I think the the, the problem. That's occurred. where the disconnect was. The it was, disconnect.
1: It was yeah. not a knock on her in any way. No, it,
0: it it's it just a, as funny. It, it's a it's a actually a compliment to that we are taking notice of. Of these things and we're actually using them Mm -hmm. and we're in an entertainment business and I think I think people have failed to realize that we are slowly entering more of the entertainment side than the news side obviously there's news in sports and there will always be news in sports but you know what we're here to entertain every show is here to entertain if you're not if you're not doing that and people aren't smiling after your show then you know what you're not doing your job
2: and to piggyback on that Pete we did a three-hour show this morning right it's a sports show okay What was the best part of the three-hour sports show we did? Today? I think this whole thing exactly, entertainment right, right there.
0: People, people are the tweeting bad
2: about flip it. was fun to talk about. What uh, the Met game to pre- preview was fun to talk about. The Falcons are playing, but you know what? The entertainment part if is what stole
0: the show. If you're not bringing something different to the table every day, then you're going to get lost because everyone is doing a podcast. The same Everyone's, crap. Uh, everyone's doing uh, podcasts, radio shows, everything. So you have to come with something different. If you don't, then you're done. So uh, if Amy can't get it or understand it, I mean, I'm sorry, you know. But we, we're not here. We're not. We're not insulting her knowledge of sports or anything like that. Uh, it, 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 it's just, you know, we're, we're having fun. And if you can't have fun, then I'm sorry.
1: Here's a here's a tip: if you're going to make a gaffe, whether it's on purpose uh, or like. Now the, the the oddity about this situation, I guess, if you get down to like the you know like brass tacks, is that Amy didn't misspeak. She thinks that's how you say Johnny Cueto's name. So it wasn't like she just said Jake. You know, what did Brian say? Jake Ariata, <laughs> Arioto, Arioto. Like that's him misspeaking, or Dick Sabin, which Brian said this week instead of Nick Sabin. That's misspeaking. But like to me, like if you what you should do if you're going to make some kind of error audibly on the radio or on tv you should do it like i did with a word that can't be repeated and then held against you in a previous job i was doing an update of matt hasselbeck who i can't remember where he yeah he had to be still in seattle and he had a bulging disc in his back and when i read the news i said that he had a bulging not disc in his back took out an s added a k that's what I said. Can we find this audio? No, I mean, you. Uh, I'm. I'm assuming it's in a folder somewhere in my old place, but it could never go back onto the radio because what I said by accident was a bad word, and you can't keep playing that. Right. So, I, so there. I. So I won, but I mean, I had to hear that all the time, like in the newsroom. Everyone wants to just. You got to deal with it. it. It's in. It's in a. It was in a, in a folder called "Oops," where everyone's <laughs> right. miscues were. The same right. thing.
0: The same thing happened to a giant beat reporter on WFA named Roll the Rotino. Uh, that's his that's Rawl Rotino.
1: His, that's his How they've name. never heard of him?
0: <laughs> but he, he's go it on, happened Peter. to him too, and it was. <laughs> I don't think he noticed it, but we noticed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it happens. You know, it, it, it's part of the fun. You know, we're, we're, this is a different business than working in an office. I mean, it, it, if you want to go to a bank and be boring and not and not do any of this stuff, then do it. Then go and work nine to five. But this is totally different. So if you can't be entertaining or can't make fun of yourself, you know what. Then don't do it.
2: This wasn't me that said it, but I was running the controls for Virginia basketball. There's the play-by-play guy with the color analyst. And the ball was bouncing on the rim for a little bit before mm-hmm. it went in. And the color analyst then goes live on air. A little rim love never hurt anybody. <laughs> and that became <laughs> part of the shtick, you know? Right. Like, we would make fun of everybody. And the broadcasters are trying to hold it together. You hear the play-by-play going, he takes it up the... The court <laughs> and just trying to yeah. hold it together. But point being, a little rim love
1: became part of the crosstalk for right. the next three years. Yeah, it's just it's just the way it is. All right. Well, it, you make Your mic's not on, P. would to be professional?
0: My mic's not working.
1: There, there you go. There it is. The, the technical director hit on.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, all right. Go ahead. Move on.
1: CP Can't take. A, can't take a joke.
0: I, I can't. I know. I, I'm. This just, is where we, I, I cannot take a joke. I, I don't know what's wrong with me.
1: This is where we need like a. Like a laser beam. It's like time to go
0: inside Pete,
2: and we just go there when when, when it happens. Some crazy
1: sound effect. Like
0: that that, that sound effect (sighs) will be broken by the end end of of this whole thing.
1: Uh, now seems a good as time as ever to point out that today's edition of the Gio and Jones After Party is brought to you by our good friends over at DraftKings. Your season-long fantasy football team may be going strong or terribly like mine, although I did finally win a game in our newsroom league last week. You're awful. Beating Amy Lawrence. Apparently, <laughs> we are, we just have it in for Amy this week that with me down a player, I had one less player than necessary, and I still eat out a win this week against my first of the year. Bang. So, Whether you're going good or bad, you don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid or get freedom from that bad roster. Put your fantasy skills to the test every week this season at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. With one-week fantasy, there are no season-long commitments. Got an injured player? I've got about six of them, no problem. (laughs) It's like a new season every week, so you're never stuck with the same players, plus... Other owners don't insult your intelligence by making trade offers that you would never accept, like the one Pete made to me earlier this week trying to get back Odell Beckham Jr. from me, who I stole from him a year ago. Enjoy one and four. (laughs) Just pick your players, pile up the points, and then pick up your cash. That is it. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Heard to DraftKings.com now. Use promo code PRODIGY and play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's $1,000,000 fantasy football contest where first place takes home $100,000. Enter PRODIGY for free entry now only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. I thought the promo code was Kuwaito. Um, now <laughs> well, you're being a jerk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Bogus, you're, you're not exactly a prodigy in our fantasy uh, football league.
1: Listen, there's I I will take the blame for certain things I have I have not represented well in baseball or football fantasy here. I think um, this one is worse in the CBS offices, but it's not my fault. How's it not your that fault? That Eddie Lacy has not been good. That Andrew Luck's shoulder has fallen apart. That Alshon Jeffries only played one game this year. I'll remind you, I didn't like it, but Yahoo loved my draft. Everyone else loved my draft. Everyone said, you did a great job, and then three of my workhorses have been fairly useless for five weeks. I've suffered injuries. That's not injuries. my fault. I've my suffered team... injuries. I'm three and two. Congratulations. My You're team
0: welcome. has nobody on it. I think Mike Samter is my quarterback on my team, and, and I'm better than you.
2: Well, for those that don't, it, don't know, that. Mike Sampter is the producer of Tiki and Tierney, and he's
1: four foot four. And he's not an NFL quarterback, no. so therefore ineligible to, Pete, to be Pete's quarterback. I thought he was three eleven, but you know. So the, the other uh, the other fun audio clip uh, was not had, had nothing to do with any of us in this room. Uh, it came from last weekend <laughs> with our good buddy Brian Jones. He is the Jones of Geo and Jones, uh, who when he's not with us works on TV for CBS, and on Saturdays he's part of the SEC pregame show in studio. Before he does that, he calls into our air quotes friend Rich Ackerman, and they talk. <laughs> Chief? They do a spot for Axe Show, sure. which is Eye on Football on CBS Sports Radio. And so I still don't understand the technology point of this, even as Pete has tried to explain it to me since Monday. I <laughs> well, still don't, don't get even. it. It's an easy thing. It has the buttons that are lit. But the, the but let's just say... Don't bore the listeners. In one studio here, WFAN in New York was trying to do its own radio show live at 10 a.m. Eastern last Saturday when Brian Jones and Rich Ackerman intervened. The Mets back in the postseason for the first time since 2006, and they started fast late last
0: night in Los Angeles.
2: 2 from Kershaw comes. It's whacked in the air deep to right field. That ball is going to go. Daniel Murphy parks it in the bullpen. The Mets have the lead. one nothing here in the fourth. And if Clayton Kershaw is trying to avoid flashing back. Thank you. He's doing a good job of hiding it. Ah, my man, you're there. What's happening? All right. What are you saying this morning, Chief?
0: Uh, I'm late. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you're <laughs> early for us. So that's it's a matter of speaking. <laughs> yeah, I'm just entering the tunnel, man. So uh, I told uh, J Dub I may lose my signal, so he'll just call me back.
2: So. All right, no problem. We'll do we'll do an edit, but uh, don't worry about you. You'll, you'll be fine. Three thirty. That's that's all you got to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Three o'clock. <laughs> okay, but well, same thing. You know, you know, you don't need these meetings. You know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so. Exactly. Tell that to my producer. Exactly. Who's who's that guy? Ben Devito. Oh, I, I know of him. I don't know him personally, though. But so, all right, here we go. Coming down right. in in three, two, one. We're now joined by our really good friend, borderline best friend, Brian Jones of CBS <laughs> Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, and of course, you can watch him all day long on CBS. And I'll, I'll give you some props. I'll go back to last week when you said Alabama.
0: All right, we're back. We'll pick it. Up. We'll pick it up from there. The highlight you heard about a minute and a half ago now was the Daniel Murphy solo homer. Is everything homer. fixed? Because we went out screaming, trying to, <laughs> oh, try to man. fix this. We all good now? Yeah. See, the Mets that won a playoff was game, and weird things happen. You know so. what? You gotta. Here is what you gotta say. Yeah. Great job by Ackerman not cursing. You are I mean, right. That would have been a problem. And he had no idea. No, and I give him credit. He was in the blind. It's kind of what makes Rich great. He plays it clean. Yes, he does. All right, back to you, CeeLo. So anyway, we were in the midst of telling you about the big Met win over the Dodgers last night.
1: Now, so they figured that out. I, I would love this. We've seen the mayhem going around here Ugh. when they knew it was happening. You would, you would have not survived that. I would have been fine. No chance. I'm very good in pressurized no, no, no. situations. Well,
0: well, first off,
1: before you get technical, uh, con- ones. continue. Yes,
0: if I was around here during that time, it this wouldn't have happened. I, same
2: with me. Because would not have happened.
1: I'm a pro with this. To that be stuff. honest. So who are you guys blaming? Name a name. Come on, no, tell no, no, guys. No, Some, I'm not, I'm not d- uh, no, no, no. I don't know. Name a name. Name a name. I'm not naming a name. I'm not naming a name. I don't names. know who. Oh, so you're tough enough to say, I wouldn't have made this mistake, but you're not going to call the person who no, did make the
0: mistake? Because because in that, in that control room. <laughs> I have none, but in that, in, that, <laughs> in, that, in that control room, there's a bunch of lights that a lot of board ops should know where it goes. Where what's being transmitted? If there's anything on, one light odd, should be on and should not be on, on yeah, and, and off. So my guess would be that it was somebody new, somebody that that didn't know that part of it mm-hmm. and may have left it on. That's my guess. I, I may be wrong, but you know I, I, that's an easy fix if if it's someone that's been around for a while that wouldn't know. Just my guess. What
1: would you think? That person's name rhymes with.
0: Oh, I don't know who the name is. No, don't. I, I don't. don't I, I think it's uh, someone new, that someone that just started. And it's not their fault, you know. I mean, it's just it happens.
2: But I think it, it was a stunt done on purpose. You think? Oh yeah. Why? To get exposure for Brian, and this was all set up, and he knew not to curse. I don't think so. But <laughs> no. that.
1: But there's. But there's the key. <laughs> Greg swears that he was not hoping for that he was not rooting for Carson. I agree. I believe that. I think he's lying. Oh, I, do, I don't
2: at all. But set up the story. I'll stop it.
1: So up. Greg heard this live in the car. He heard he was sitting there. Heard the as you just heard the update start, and then Brian and Act take over, and the guys on FAN come back after what ninety seconds. And he, to me, I I didn't know what happened on Saturday. I they played it for me on Monday, and as it started for me. All I wanted was for Brian to say something <laughs> that should not have been on the radio, because oh. it would have been magical. Because oh. Brian very rarely can go ninety seconds away from my, you know, not saying something. He curses horrible. by accident on the radio when he knows he can't curse, right? And he didn't yeah. in that long uh, talking to a guy who he would normally curse at. <laughs> yes, a lot, a lot of people would. And it's I'm, a blessing. I'm disappointed by that.
0: I, th- I, I going back to what Mike said about it being a setup, it's very possible because oh, yeah, it's, it's not. A not I was setup. just fooling around. Look at look, look at, well, look at how the, listen to this, Mike. Look at how if you heard that cut, look at how the audio played out after Chris Presty finishes his update, finishes that portion of the update. It starts or, perfectly. It starts in a, perfectly in a dead spot. at a dead spot. I mean that uh, it might be the biggest form of irony, but that's something to take a look at.
2: See, now, but. but See, I was uh, joking when I said that. Think about if there was actually a setup for that audio to work. A, where is it, who is
1: making this decision?
0: Right. It's somebody that wants to get but, more exposure on WFAN. But so Brian was say never Ack.
1: identified. Neither was Ack. They never said CBS Sports Radio. There was, no, there was nothing to tell you who we were listening to by accident. I think it was Ack. I would listen. I would love to blame Ack. I would love (laughs) for this to be some kind of no. But he has no idea what's going on. No, no, and he would not have the nerve. Nor would I have the nerve to do something crazy like that. It could be Erica. It could be Erica trying to get back at Ack. It could be Erica. (laughs) That's like two podcasts ago. The Erica versus Ack fight.
2: Yeah, that's when we were only in the uh, eighties.
1: That's (laughs) gotta get. October's almost over. It's sweeps month. We need now, to get some good numbers. Now,
2: when you're talking about you would want it, you wish that you heard something a curse or something crazy. Yeah, I mean... I think after the fact, yes, you're listening back. You want to hear chaos. But if I'm Greg and I'm sitting in the car and I'm driving and I'm listening to this go down, I do not want to hear anything bad because it is, it's torture.
1: Well, it is like torture. And we would And we would have gotten in trouble.
0: Yeah, and plus, yeah, it's a rep. It's a representative of what we do and what ha- wh- we work here. I mean, if if people that we know work on a show that's getting in trouble for something like that, as much as it's funny, it, it's a it's a hurt. I will. It, it hurts you. It hurts your station.
1: It would have been amazing because uh, <laughs> the thing because it also would not have been a run of the mill. Right. It would have been c- cursed. It, it, w- it would have been blasted. He <laughs> would, would have been talented. What would have
2: What. What could have been the aftermath?
1: Well, I mean, you, I I know for a fact that like accidents are not an acceptable excuse to the FCC. Right. right. So they would have fe- felt so, the But right. someone
2: would have to have complained first
1: of all. Yeah, someone would have to have complained. And I mean, and for that one thing, I don't know that it would have been a huge deal. But I know the defense of well, we had a miscue with like the studios, or if like something completely out of our control happened, it still doesn't matter because you're still ultimately responsible for what goes across your air. And if it's something like that, then you need to get punished for that
2: it. That would have made all the blogs.
1: Oh yeah, if he cursed. Just like the, well, like crying will made it talking to Francesa, and <laughs> bawling about the Mets. I will say this though, if that if
0: there's a time for it to happen, that would be one of the more favorable times for it to happen. Saturday morning. If, Saturday morning, but not but not, uh, but like if it was done at five o'clock in the afternoon on a weekday, right. then I think you're in but trouble. But
2: that Saturday, Mets first win of the playoffs. Evan Roberts was a big Mets fan. Right. people like to listen to his opinion on the Mets. You're juiced up. That's why Greg was listening in the first place. I don't know. I couldn't compare ratings from Saturday to you know Wednesday at five, but I bet there was a lot of ears. I just I bet turn- you there were,
0: and I just turned off the fan right before it happened.
2: My dad heard it, and he texted me, and because he he knows sort of the characters. But he didn't really understand what was happening. Right. He goes, I think Chris LaPresti
1: played the wrong soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> A minute one. <laughs> See that and that that real quick. That get way way too like into radio minutia. But that perfect segue from actual fan to Ack and Brian is why I still I I don't completely understand what happened because if it was complete like if if you had two stations, two studios on the air. Like, I feel like there would have been some kind of, like, Lupresti just dying out and That's never coming mis- back. That's the
2: part that weirds me out. Never
1: stumbling, never going, and never trying to talk over it as if, like, because if that happened to me, my first thought would be that you just played something, and I'm pointing to Pete, because Pete's would be at the board, like, you played something in my ear by accident. So you would
2: just go over it. as would are I
1: would have kept talking until someone told me Shush. to stop talking.
0: Well, CeeLo is known to stop We've talked about this before, CeeLo, When I play drops, the audio turn has stunned him. That's actually a good. That's actually stopped. So he's known to do that.
2: As we're playing detective work here, that's actually a really good point by Pete. When you do play the sound, he shuts up. He, so I mean, maybe he just shut up.
0: I can say his, I can have a drop that says his name, and he will stop.
2: After this podcast, I will go into the other studios and physically show you what I think. Is okay, good. Possible.
0: We walk right into Francesca's yeah, studio do it right and at one him. o'clock when Mike's on the air. <laughs> I want you to do that, please. All All right, if I, you come I with I beg me, you. Peter. You guys want to hear
2: how I'm, I almost I'm died this morning? Yeah, go for it. Let's hear the death story, Bo. Get right. sh-
1: I don't like that. So it is 4.50-something this morning. Ugh. I get off my Long Island Railroad train. I walk towards the subway, which I need to come downtown a few stops to our studios, way down near um, the World Trade Center, for those of you looking for a geographical point where we are, Um So I I and they have like a little little waiting board that tells you when the next train is. So I stay downstairs by the toll booth. Trains about to come. I walk up to the platform. As I'm getting up the top of the steps to the platform, I feel my phone buzz. And I've been talking to my wife because my son was up early again and she was, you know, complaining and trying to get him back to sleep. So I take my phone out of my back pocket and I'm wearing a coat today because it's cold, and my phone catches on my coat, goes flipping out of my hands, and perfectly skids right across the platform and down on the tracks. Your
2: phone went on the tracks? <laughs> yes.
1: So I, I and like in, a, in an instant, it's just gone over the edge. So I, I walk to the edge of the platform. I look over and it's perfectly on its back, screen up, still lit up. I can see my wife's text that she sent me. On the tracks? Uh, and no, on the, between the track and the, and the actual platform. So not like, so on the outside of where the train would have come. But it is down. It's down there. So I look at it. I'm like gauging how far down it is. I can tell. I, I can. There's there's a board on the platform that tells me when the train's coming and says four minutes. So I know I have time. So I'm looking no, at you went, it. You went down. I'm looking at it and it's right <laughs> there. And I'm like, I look at a guy on my left and he because he saw it and I'm like, what do I do? And he just like shakes his head. Like, oh no! I'm Like thanks for your support, buddy. <laughs> so you probably want to steal it. So I go. I can't go down there. I go down to the. I go down to the to, to the toll booth. Because there's still people there even other things on those metro cards.
2: Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but how far down? How many feet would you say it was down there?
1: I mean, it's it's four feet. I'll tell you how I know in a second. So I go down to the to the to the booth, and I, I there's a woman there, and I say, I just dropped my phone on the tracks. What what do I do? Thinking like she'll like there's people everywhere, guys that pick up trash that do maintenance, thinking like uh you know like let me just send Ricky over in a second, like and he'll just jump down there real quick and get it for me and bring it back up because he I would think has like x you know he's allowed to be down there. She goes, oh, all right, um, give me a second. I have to call 14th Street, which is 20 blocks away, and they're going to send somebody up here to get it for you. And I'm like, there's <laughs> nobody here that can just just jump down there? She's like, no, we can't go on the tracks, and we have to know when the trains are coming so no yeah. one's down there. So I got to call them. She calls them. She comes back. It's going to be about an hour. So this is now about to be 5 a.m. <laughs> an hour takes us to 6 a.m., which is when we're on the air, right? So then I have the thought, so i like so, like, so what should I do? She's like, well, you can come back, tell me exactly. She was going to send a guy up to me, show, show it to him. They were going to mark it, like, and know where it was, and I would come back for it. But then I go, what if somebody else takes it? Like, it's sitting there. It's an iPhone. Like, a bunch of people saw me drop it. I'm like, I'm afraid someone's going to take it and have my, and have a f- phone. He goes, oh, that's a good point. You should maybe just go stay up there and watch it. So I so I'm like, what do I do? Like in theory, I could get here at six o'clock and be okay on the air. So I'm like, let me do that because I don't want to. I don't want to lose my phone. It's a lot of money, right? So I go back up there, and I'm standing there, and I'm looking down at it. Oh, and I, I try to call here. I, I so I had to thought like they're gonna wonder where I am. I don't have my phone. You do late. I don't know your number. I don't anybody's number by heart anymore. So the guy, luckily, one of the workers gives me a cell phone. And I call the only number I knew is the call in number to our shows. I call it and it's busy because of Jose Bautista and the bat flip. Amy had a full bank of calls, and <laughs> they, you get a busy signal. You don't get some places I worked before. It rings and rings and rings, and then a line opens up. I couldn't get through. And I couldn't get through. So then I'm like, do I not know the number they've said a million times? Eight five five two one two. So then I'm doing eight six six eight seven seven eight eight eight. Nothing works. So I go back up there. I'm standing there. I'm like, I'm prepared now to guard my phone for an hour and then get it call and be like, I'm coming on whatever. And then I'm looking at it again. The, the next train's not like coming for 11 minutes. The whole station's empty. An uptown train just gone through, and I just go, I gotta get my phone. And I jump down, grab it, climb back up, and then dart right out of the station and get in the cab and come down here. So
2: a train going through would not
1: run over it? A train did go through. The, the original train that I went up there to get came in while I was downstairs talking to the people. And it, it didn't, because you know the platform... Elevated. It's it, elevated. Well, not elevated, but it also it, it's not a flush wall. It, right. the, the, you stand on the platform, and it's it's carved out underneath for piping. And right. also, too, it's meant if somebody has to fall down there, you're supposed to, if you can, get yourself underneath there because you're safe. So there's something where you can climb up. Well, you're supposed kind. to. I mean, I climbed up by my. I just picked my leg up and yanked myself. But up. But they make it so it's not impossible. Well, they make it so you can you can you can crawl into a safe place, and then somebody can come get you, help you out. There's not a staircase or like a little mini ladder. It's meant for you to go underneath it, so you can be out of the way of the train. Right. So it was not in danger of being run over by a train. It was in danger to me of having somebody else take it, and then the danger of me being late. So I looked around. No one was there. I hopped down. I got it. I climbed out, and then thinking that like they're like SWAT teams were going to come down, like you were on the tracks, and I went out <laughs> right upstairs and got in a cab. Danger, danger, I'm, no danger. joke. As I'm stepping up out onto the street, I hear. Woo, woo, woo! And I like, did a little, like a flinch as if like, they, were, they were coming in to get me. But here I am. And the phone I'm just a little dirty in the corner, my hand was a little uh-huh. dirty, and that's it. Did you tell your wife? I did, and she was mad at me. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. shoot. But
1: applied, I mean, I know how the it. trains work. The third rail is way on the other side. I was nowhere near it. I mean, the only danger was like if I couldn't get myself back up. And then at, <laughs> and I was like, if I can't come out of this hole, I deserve injury. Yeah. If I'm this out of shape that I can't get my fat, you know what. Well, up, I told you we should be going to the gym one. One. in the last podcast. It's going to kill you. But I got up. I got out. Unbelievable. Nice and easy. And, and worse, you got to ca- mention that.
0: W- worst comes to worst, you can lay... In that, in the gap. in the
1: gully between the two rails right. as well, but that's far too dangerous. <laughs> right. And let's let's all remind everybody: Die Hard Three. Like, if you're you? if you're listening <laughs> to this, we well, are not in just any shame. way condoning train chicken. So don't go on the tracks. You have to mention this on the air. I think this is worth. I it. I kind of didn't want to today because I was afraid of getting in trouble. By what the By MTA? One. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not lying. Like there's part of me that's like I don't want to talk about this publicly just yet. I talked about how I
2: lied to a court to get a jury duty. I don't remember that.
1: Well, now I you told do. them I had like a, mo- a molestation issue and I couldn't do it. Well, that seems like a good place to stop. Yeah. Anyway, got me out of jersey. So I'm not going to go back to Penn Station today in case they're looking for me. I'm going to get a train from somewhere else. This is actual story I can't believe. Would you have gone down and gotten it? Yes. Would you have gone down right away without even thinking about asking for somebody for help?
2: I would have done it, yes. I would have. Well, first, the first thing I would do is look at the time, see what it says, then look to my left and right, and make sure there wasn't a train coming. But once I cleared
1: that, I would have done it. Yeah, Pete, what would you have done?
0: I can't jump really, so that that you didn't
1: have to jump. I just like you know, I you could have like sat down on the edge of the platform and just plopped over the side. But my my luck with my feet, I have really
0: big feet. So the problem is I probably would have tripped over the rail and right, never mind. broken my face. <laughs> so so no, I wouldn't jump down. I would All have right. Done
1: it. Thank you. Everyone I've talked to has said they would have done it. Made me better about my decision.
0: I only say because I'm clu- uh, my feet are clumsy. That's why I wouldn't. That. Right. That's a
1: hell of a story. You got to mention that on the All app. right. Well, I'm glad I didn't die. My phone is safe. Um Gio and Jones is safe. Brian Jones is safely off. Fan. Our drops are safe. I think we're okay <laughs> with Amy Lawrence and the After Hours crew. Though there might be like a, a a shift crew fight, like there is in uh, in Anchorman tomorrow that'll, morning. That'll we'll be see. next year, next week's podcast. Yes, next week's podcast uh. Uh, is the aftermath, the first face to face encounters with the After Hours crew uh, after our little Johnny Coito. Uh, debacle. Uh, All of these, all of our podcasts, including this one up at play.it on iTunes as well. And don't forget the in full entire edition of a Geo and Jones radio show Monday through Friday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern CBS Sports Radio, CBSSportsRadio.com and the Radio.com app for Pete, Mike, and Andrew, for Brian and Greg too. Uh, We'll see you next week at the After Party. Welcome to my house.